test, testing, okay? Praise God. All right, God is so good. Like I said, I got my, you didn't hear me, I said I got my, my mask here in case somebody charges the stage and needs to talk to me, so. Uh, see what goes on, see what happens. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you all for being so faithful. Thank you for, for showing up online every week. Thank you for, for, for supporting us financially. Thank you for blessing us. Um, as Kevin had mentioned, the uh, Easter Seals lost funding for a part of their uh, transition to employment um, that they were subleasing from us from. So we lost that little bit of money there um, that came in every month that helped us do a little extra stuff. And so we just, we're, we're just praying and believing that God's going to replace that. Um, and in the meantime, we are um, just temporarily um, holding off on taking any, any donations for our building fund, and we're putting it into the general fund. But we are, we are still moving forward and still believing that we're going to move out of here. You know, the, 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 we, we did renew our lease for a year, and we're believing that we're going to get out before then. We're believing that God's going to open up a door, and we have not made, stopped any plans on moving forward. We just want to make sure that we are, if we can't pay our bills here, we can't, certainly can't pay them somewhere else. So we want to make sure that we have that, that account nice and, and fluffy, right? Is that a good way to put it? A fluffy account? Kind of like my belly. Um, so anyway, uh, I, wanna, I want to uh, talk to you today. I'm so excited that you're here. I've I got a word for you. If you haven't shared this, this, uh, this live yet, please share it. Um, comment. The more you comment and you interact with one another, um, the more that Facebook says, oh, they're having conversations. People like this. People want to see this. And so then they send it to the other people. So the more that you do that, the more that happens. So that's why it's not for our own pride issue that we're trying to get you to comment, like, and share. We're doing it because we want everybody in the world to, to see what God is doing at Kingdom Impact um, for you and for me. Also, a quick prayer request real fast. Um, Alicia Pringle, uh, you know, she, she comes to our church, and she, and she um, is such a wonderful young lady. And she came to, she first found out about us at our last uh, Funnel Cake Festival church. But anyway, she, she had gotten COVID, and she's pregnant, and she was in the hospital. And so she was in the hospital with, with, with COVID, 21 weeks pregnant, her, her water broke. And so it, she, it was early. So but anyway, she just, we, you just saw, if you're looking at the, at the feed, that she got um, a beautiful little baby named Jace. And so we're excited about baby Jace, and we'll be praying for her. Um, that God will continue to bless her and get her out of the COVID um, thing, and also the baby will be safe from that as well. Um, and so that's uh, something to be praying about. Um, also, um, I got a phone call from, from someone this week that lost her grandson. So we want to, you to be praying about, about that as well. There's so many prayer requests and so many things going on. So let's just, go to, let's just stop right now and go to God in prayer and ask for his blessings. Uh, you, you, I've only got about 22 minutes or so of, scripture, of, of, of a message, and unless the Holy Spirit um, continues to, 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 to move. But um, let's just go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just love you. We just bring these prayer requests to you right now, Father. And uh, there's so many. Lord, there's so many. In our church, and in our town, in our state, in our nation, and in the world. There's so much going on. And God, we just pray that you come and minister. God, we pray that you do to, to our community and to our state and to our world as you did on that boat with your disciples. When you looked at, 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 the, at, at the seas and the waves and said, peace be still. And I pray that you speak that peace over, Lord, the United States of America today. And that peace comes and we begin to unify and love on one another and care for one another and share with one another, disciple one another, Father. Lord, I pray also, Father, for those that are sick and those that have the COVID in our community and anywhere else, God, that are hospitalized. 
God, and the, 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 the Alicia having the baby, that, that you touch that baby and touch her, heal her body. And the, the individual that lost her grandson, and, um, and also our, our, um, one of the, the local pastors, Pastor Marvin Gwynn, Father, Lord, he, 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 uh, he went to sleep, Father, thinking everything is okay, and he woke up in your arms. They're having a service today, God, and I thank you for, for his life, for his passion for others, and I pray for the people of the river at Riceville Avenue that you bless them today and comfort them and, their, and, their, their, and the Gwen family. In Jesus' name, we love you so much. Have a, uh, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. I started to say, have a great day. And I'm sure God's going to have a great day regardless if I tell him that or not. So his days are always great. You know why? Because he creates them. And uh, anyway, so let me ask you a question. Is there anything that creeps you out a little bit? Any, anything? Um, does, does Dennis creep you out a little bit? The tools and everything sitting there. But they got all these tools laid out there beside you, and you see things on them that you're like, what do what you do with that? You know, you know does, maybe some people are creeped out by dogs. Or, 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 or maybe some people are creeped out by heights. They're like, oh, you know, not necessarily a fear. You're just kind of creeped out by it. You know, thunder, some people are um, creeped out by thunder and lightning. You know, I love, I love thunder and lightning. I love to sit there and watch it crack across the sky and, and make that noise. You know, some people are creeped out by the dark or, or, or spiders. Or, or some people are creeped out by snakes. Some people are creeped out by clowns. You know, you know poor Bozo, the clown. I, he was a cool dude, I thought. Um, you know, some people are creeped out by wearing masks. Anybody else creeped out by wearing a mask besides me? I mean, I just feel like I'm about to suffocate. You know, it's two weeks. I think I'm just going to crawl in a hole and just stay there without my mask on. But, but here's the thing, in this work, the sad truth is, you know, those little things creep us out, but, but, but in our whole world, there's a lot of things going on right now that is just more than, 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 than creepy, that more, more than just something that, that is a little bit of fear, there's lots of fear, there's, there's so much stress and anxiety and, and, and hate right now, and, and, and lack of unity in this world, there's every, something devastating is happening almost every day. You know, there's, there's war, there's, there's mass shootings, you know, there, there, there's hate crimes, you know, there, there's all kind, of, all kind of things going on. There's families that are, that are falling apart, there's people losing their jobs, there's families that are divorcing, there's, there's kids that are leaving the homes, you know, there, there's people that are getting addicted to, to, to drugs every day. There's alcoholics that are, that's through this situation is just not, not making it any better. There's people turning to alcohol. There's people turning to drugs. There's people turning to illicit sex and pornography because they're at home and they're, they're stressed and what do they do with their stress? They, end, they, they sit there and let the devil play with their mind and they end up doing things they really shouldn't do. And there, there's a lot to be concerned about in the world today. But, but, Whenever you know there's a but in the Word of God, you know something good's coming, right? So, 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 but there's even more reason to have hope. Because Christ is our hope, and He gives us that hope. And no matter how bad it gets, how rough it gets, how treacherous it seems, no matter how evil the time is, we can know that we always have hope. I told somebody the other day, listen, I don't care, I don't care. Yeah, I, I hope someone great gets in the White House, and I hope someone great does this, and I hope, I hope that, the, that things go well, and I hope this happens. But you know what? I'm not governed by all that. Yes, I'm technically, I'm a human. I'm in the United States right now. But my God says that, 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 he, that he, is never, he will never leave me nor forsake me. You know, and he, said, he says that he's never seen his righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. And so I know God's my provider. He's my healer. He's my deliverer. He's my warrior. So you know what, Whatever it don't matter what happens, I'm going to be good. Because I'm going to have a hope 
in Christ. I remember back in the day, there used to be a conventional book we used to sing, and I think it was page 150 in the very back of the page of the hymnal book, and it was called, There is a Hope that is Steadfast and Sure. There is an anchor that will endure. You know, my anchor holds is what it says, and my anchor is in Christ today. Is your anchor in Christ today? Is your anchor in Christ today? Do you have hope? Put, put it in the scripture. I have hope. Um, put it in, in, the, in the feed. Put I have hope there. Because I want you, to, I want you to, 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 to write it down so you can know you're proclaiming that. I have hope. We have hope because we can trust in God. Because God is above every conflict. You know, all this conflict is beneath him. He has power and authority. Now, the enemy has caused a conflict. The enemy has stirred the conflict. The enemy has caused a sickness, pain, and disease. The enemy causes all that kind of stuff. But, but, but God is above that, and he has authority over that. And we need to pray for him to fix our eyes on him rather than all the distractions. All this stuff today is that's going on is a distraction from the enemy. It's a distraction for us to get our eyes off of God and get our eyes on, on CNN or on Fox News or whatever. Get our eyes on, on the, 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 the race issue. Get our eyes on, on the, 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 uh, the, any other issue over here. That, 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 that there's so many that's going on right now. So many things are happening. Get our eyes off of that and get our, our mind on our job. Get our mind on the economy. Get our eyes on the Green Deal. Get our eyes on, on Biden. Get our eyes on Trump. Get our eyes on so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. And the enemy is just as trying his very best to distract us. You know, and the Word of God says in Proverbs that there's, there's, there's six things that, are, that, is, is that God hates. But the seventh one is an abomination. And that seventh one, you know what that seventh one is? Discord. Disunity. And God hate God up in heaven, he is hating this disunity right now. He is hating the discord. It's an abomination to him. God don't hate as far as, as, as like not like somebody, but the, 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 the situation of discord, he hates that situation. Um, 2 Corinthians 4.1 tells us, Therefore, since God in his mercy has given us this new way, we never give up. See, we can never give up because we have, we have the way of Christ. We have the way of love. We have hope. We have joy. We have peace. And we have the fruit of the Spirit. And we have, have this way in Christ. And we don't have to give up. We don't have to say, well, I don't have a hope no more. I give up hope. 2 Corinthians 4, 8, and 9 says, we are pressed on every side. Does anybody feel pressed today on every side? You know, when I put my mask on, I feel pressed on every side of my head. You know? You know, but, but you, don't you feel pressed here? You, come, you feel pressed by this. You feel pressed by work. You feel pressed by your family and friends and, and, and this. And you watch these videos and you watch television and, and you, 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 you're watching this and you're seeing the hospital stuff and you're seeing what all's going on and we just feel pressed on every side by our troubles. It says, but, that's what it says, we are pressed on every side by our troubles, but we are not crushed. We can stand strong in Christ, and we have the armor of God on. And because we have the armor of God on, when we're pressed on the outside, we are not crushed. We are perplexed. I've been so perplexed. Um, I don't think I've been perplexed very much in my life, but I have been so perplexed during all this situation. Um, but the Word of God says, but not driven to despair. We don't get to the place where we're just in despair. You know what they say on, on, on hee-haw, woe, despair, and agony on me? But it says, and then it says, we are hunted down, but we're never abandoned by God. The enemy is after us. The enemy is coming hard after our souls, after our churches, after our businesses, after our homes, after our lives, after our marriages, after our relationships, after us. 
So he says he hunted us down. I said, but we're never abandoned by God. But God is always there. We are knocked down, but we are not destroyed because we will always get back up and get back up. We're going to get back up every time. We may get knocked down, but we're going to get back up. We're going to be like Rocky. Every time we get knocked down, we're going to get back up. You know, it's, all, it's also like, like uh, I, I, when, I, when I was reading that scripture, all of a sudden, the, um, I think they have the Titans now. The game, the Titans on television, um, and Ultimate Tag and all that kind of stuff. But they used to have the Gladiator, where someone to be, instead of being a Titan, you to be a Gladiator. And they had this big, long, big, big, long course you had to go through. And there was, there was Gladiators there with, like, pillows, or not pillows, but, but you know, guards and stuff. And, and, and what you had to do is you had to run the gauntlet. So you had to run, and when you went, they would hit you, and they would push you, and they would shove you. But you had to keep right on going. You had to keep moving. You knew that you were going to get hit. You saw him there. But just because you got hit, your goal was to get to the end. If you want to be the gladiator, you had to keep pushing past all of those other gladiators, and you had to keep pushing. And you, you knew you were going to get hit. You got knocked down, but you got up, and you keep going. And they come, and they push you, and you fall, and you get up, and you keep going. And, and I, just, I just want to think about that scripture is that we keep going. We're not going to be destroyed. We're going to get knocked down, but we're going to get back up. We can't get there and get sad and, and, and sappy and just sit in our bed and lay in our bed and say, I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not going to get up. I just want to stay right here. I don't want to get, I'm going to sit right here and eat my worms. I, I don't care about anything else. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, though our bodies are dying, we know our bodies, you know, once you, the moment you're, moment you're born, your body starts dying, right? You know, but our bodies are dying. Our bodies are getting weaker. The older we get, we, we get weaker. I'm, I'm very well aware of the older that you get, you get tired and your, and your body hurts. Because I'm learning that every day, more and more and more. But listen here, 2 Corinthians 4, 16. Though your bodies are dying, listen, our spirits are re being renewed every day. I don't know, it just hit me this week. Maybe y'all already knew this and y'all were already so focused in on God's word and you, you, you already got this. But that scripture right there just blew my mind this week. It just that no matter how old my body gets, if you're in your teens, if you're 20s, if you're 50s, if you're, if you're in your 80s today, your body may be getting weaker and weaker, but your, your spirit is not. Your spirit does not age. Your spirit is just as strong as the moment Christ came in your life. That's why, you, that's why you see all these, these preachers that are older and you, you, know, you hear about these old, the old ladies and they're praying for you and, and they're doing stuff and they're so weak but they pray, pray for somebody and somebody gets healed because it's not about their age. It's not about how old they are. Their spirit is being renewed every single day and, 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 and I want you to know today that, that you may be getting tired. You may be getting weak in your mind but your spirit man is strong. Your spirit man is strong. And when I think about that scripture there, it reminds me of Isaiah 40, 31 that I used to go to a lot as a teenager. Um, but it says, but those who trust in the Lord or wait on the Lord, you know, and, and, and that, that wait there, um, it, it comes from a word that I don't remember what it was right now in the Greek, but it's, it's talking, it means to be intertwined. When you intertwine, when you trust, when you wait upon the Lord and you just intertwine yourself with the Lord, it says, you will find new strength. They, you will soar high like wings as eagles you will run and not grow, grow weary, weary i can't say that weary you can walk and not faint now that scripture new strength if you look at the greek and hebrew for, for new strength it is halaph h-a-l-a-p-h h-a-l-a-p-h halaph and it means to change or exchange 
So, so this does not mean that whenever you get weak that you're going to go like get, fill up with a gas tank. You, I, I, my, t- my tank's empty, Lord, and you, know, and, and you do that. It's just, but, but what it says, though, what that means is to change or exchange. You know, just the other day, I had accidentally left my uh, propane tank on in the, back, in the backyard, and I went to go grill some hot dogs or something, and my tank was empty because it was there. So what did I do? I got my tank. I ran down to the little, to the little it's not a zip mark anymore, I forget what you call it, but the, the, the little 7-Eleven, it's not even 7-Eleven anymore, whatever it is. But I ran down there and took my, 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 my protein tank and I gave it to the woman and says, I want to exchange this for one that's full. And she said, okay, that'll be 20-something dollars. I got to find a cheaper place to get them. But anyway, so, so I, I, took, I turned my old one in and I got one that was full and I was able to use it right away. So that scripture, it says, he will give you strength. In Isaiah 41, it says, he, you will find new strength. Or those who wait to find the Lord, he will renew their strength. What is, that renew is not really renew. It's, it's to exchange. It's kind of like, like um, uh, it's not a recharge. It's a full exchange for power. It's kind of like having a depleted AA battery, and you put brand new AA batteries in there, and you got full charge again. That's what God does to us. God exchanges our weakness for his strength, and he just gives us automatic. It's not like, okay, well, here, you got to sit here and pray and seek God and fast and, 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 and not eat for 21 days. And then on the 22nd day, maybe you'll be full again. No, God's like, boom, there you are. Here's your strength. 2 Corinthians 4, 17. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Okay? And you're like, small? But in the vast world lifetime things you're like you know this is probably one of the bigger things that's happened to us but it's still it's still small compared to all what's going all, all what's going to happen in our future when we get to heaven it says it won't last very long everything that happens in our life always passes you know we, we've had you know there's been race riots over the years but you know what then there's always a time of peace you know there's always been pandemics but then there's always a time of of, of good and, and health so the thing is, is that, that this is going to, not going to last very long. It's going to get over. It's lasted, what, four months now, five months? You know, it may last six months. It may last a year. But the thing is, is it's going to be over with. So it says it won't last very long. Yet it produces glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. We get strength from God. We get hope from God. During these times, um, our character is shown, and we're able to, to deal with that. You know, our character is strengthened. You know, our, our purpose is, is found. You know, God, God works it all out for the good of those who love him and call according to his purpose. Now, here's something really big. Perspective is everything. Perspective is everything. And I want to talk to you. During this, this, this time, the pandemic, the, the situation um, with, with the race and all this kind of stuff, here's something very, 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 very important I want to show you. I'll try to show you different ways. But here it is. I want you to, I want you to, I want you to, to, to tell me what you see. Okay, you see, you see the, the, the KL, right? Okay, I tell you, tell me if I said, what do you see? You say, I see a KL. I would say, I do not see a KL. There is no KL there. There is no KL there. Why? Because from my side, there is no KL, which is it's KI now, but I still got the old logo on there. So on my side, that, see? Now, oh, I see it now. Why do I, why do I now see the KL? Because I looked at it from your perspective, right? Oh, now I see it. Now, as long as I'm over here and say, there's nothing there, there's nothing wrong, I don't see it, I don't know what you're talking about, it's not there, then you'll never, you'll never, you'll never know that there's really something going on on the other side. 
That's what's happening today with a lot of people, a lot of churches. You know, they're like, there's nothing wrong. I don't, I don't know what y'all are talking about. I don't see nothing wrong. Uh, this, this, and this. I don't understand. I don't get it. You know, why, why, why? But, but, but we're not taking the time to sit down and have conversations. We're not taking, having to take the time to sit down and look from somebody else's perspective. Now, yes, that works with the, with the present thing that, that's going on with the racism right now. But also, it works with your spouse. You, 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 you need to sit down and look from your, spouse, your, your spouse's perspective. You need to sometimes sit down and look from your child's perspective. Sometimes you need to sit down and look from your boss's perspective. You need to look down from your neighbor's perspective. Because you know what? If we only see it from our side, and my side's right, and I don't care what you see, I don't see nothing, and there's nothing there, then we're, then, then we're going to miss what's on the other side. Because you're not wrong when you say that, and I'm not wrong when I say that, because I'm only looking at what I see. But we've got to expand our boundaries, and we've got to be able to look at more than just what we see and what we think and what we heard and what we know and what we're taught. Well, what, what, did, what did you see? What do you know? What, what were you taught? How do you, and, you know, what, then we can talk together, and we can come together, and we can build bridges together. John Maxwell said, Maturity is the ability to think beyond yourself and see things from the perspective of others and place their needs above your own. I would go on to say even greater than that is that true maturity is being able to, to, to not look at your own perspective, but to look from God's perspective. How many times do I talk to you all about God goggles? That's all I'm saying when I, whenever I'm telling you put your God goggles on. I'm saying Quit looking from your own perspective of what you think and what you see and put on your God goggles and see things from God's perspective on how he sees it. Because he sees the whole picture. We see this. God sees this. Amen? Y'all getting quiet on me. I hope you're on your line. Y'all are liking and commenting because they might be quiet up in here. I'm stepping on some toes in here, I guess. Y'all are doing good out there. Though. Keep it going. Praise God. But we have, having the correct um, perspective in life can be the difference between success and failure. If you're playing, if you're playing a, a sports game, your perspective on, on, on the outlook of that game, you could win or lose by your perspective. If you're playing golf and your perspective is, is looking from this way, you're seeing it, but you didn't know there's a tree around the corner, you know, and, 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 and your perspective can change a good shot to a bad shot. Okay, um, but between solving a problem and not, you're, 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 you're looking at it wrong. We have to look at things differently and say, God, open my eyes. Help me to see things differently. Help me to see from someone else's perspective, from my wife or my, my husband or my children or my neighbor, the whole situation at hand with, 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 with the world and, and all that. Help me understand, Lord. The biggest issue is, is with perspective, as I mentioned a while ago, is, is what, that I don't see nothing. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing there. I don't see it. That's one of the biggest perspective issues that can cause destruction. Paul J. Meyer said, 99% of those who fail are actually not defeated. They just quit. There's so many people in this world that, that didn't fail. They just quit. They gave up. They, 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 they take the L and they just go on. And it's not that. It's not that you failed. It's just you gave up. You quit. Thank God that God, thank God that Jesus doesn't quit on us, right? Amen, amen. Now, thank you. I'll see you little hearts and stuff. Y'all, that's like a whole bunch of little amens right there. That's just, that's just good stuff. Okay. Anyway. Squirrel. Um, Paul's perspective. Paul in the Bible. 
You know, he, 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 he was Saul, and he, 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 he transformed into Paul. And, and he was able to see stuff from God's perspective like nobody in the Bible to me. There's nobody in the Bible that can, that can look from God's perspective like Paul. Well, why, why do you say that? Well, he was beat up often. He was flogged. He was left for dead. He was shipwrecked. He was whipped. He was put into prison. He was put in shackles, put in chains. He was pushed away. He was denied and left for dead and still said, God, you have a plan, and you're going to work all this out. And yes, I'm in chains and shackles, but you know what? I can write a book of the Bible right now. You know what? Hey, you know what? There's people out there that need Jesus, and I'm not going to shut up. I'm not going to do this. Yeah, that, that's bad. That was a bad situation. It was hurt and pain and all this stuff that happened to me. But God, I see, your, I see the big plan. I see from your, your, your perspective, and I know this is bigger than me. This isn't about me. This is bigger than me. So I got to keep and stay the, I gotta stay the course. I got to keep going because this is bigger. I see from your standpoint. And I don't think nobody in the Bible was able to see the perspective of God more than than Paul because he just he just it, stuff didn't rattle him he you know he just kept going he was so resilient no matter what happened who came against him he just kept going there's a lot to be concerned about but there's even more reason to have hope we have to be relentless i'm not saying that it's going to be easy it's a process sometimes it's a long process we know, we know from past history that, that everybody, everybody's not going to, at 5 o'clock this afternoon, everybody's not going to get in the street tonight and love and hug everybody, each other, and say, oh, I'm sorry, everything's good now, we're good. We're going to understand you, you understand me, we're good, everybody understands, we're okay. That's just not going to happen. It's a long process. But we have to be involved in the process. And we have to be a part of the process. You know, God can certainly, he could, he could say peace. And I'll tell you what, you don't understand it, and I don't understand it. But he could say, peace, and everything will be okay in everybody's mind. Because he has a power to, to, to speak to our mind, and we can just understand things instantaneously if we need to. Okay? So what do we got to do? You know, because it doesn't always happen. Deliverance doesn't always happen right away. Sometimes it's a process. Well, we got to pray and keep praying. We got to believe and keep believing. We gotta fight and keep fighting for our family, for our purpose, for our calling, because it's all worth fighting for. We gotta to, to seek and keep seeking, knock and keep knocking, ask and keep asking, hope and keep hoping, have faith and keep having faith for our family, for our dream. Don't lose your dream during this moment. Fight for your dream. Don't lose your calling. Fight for your, your calling, fight for your dream, fight for your church, fight for your family, fight for your marriage, fight for your, your, your children, fight. Be relentless about it. But what if it only gets worse? You, anybody ever said that? Have y'all said that on Facebook? Have you said that? that you ever said, it, you know, it just can't get any worse? We say, what if, what if it gets any worse to the doctor? Well, what if it gets worse? But in our life, we say, Sometimes things get so bad, we're like, it just can't get any worse. How many, how many times on live and in this room that, that, that you said it can't get any worse, and it got worse, <laughs> right? Man, that has happened to me. I'm just like, oh, you know, your car breaks down, you're like, and, and, you, and it's pouring down rain. You're like, it just can't get no worse. And then somebody comes by and hits a puddle and splash with water on you. You're like, oh, my gosh, you know. 
whatever. You know, you have a loved one dies, and you think, oh, I just can't get no worse. I just love it. And then someone else dies right behind it, right? You know, your, your, your child gets arrested. You know, you have pain, disappointment. You, you lose your job. You know, you, you get falsely accused of something that you didn't do. You had the, you know, you had the flu. It can't get no worse. Well, now we got COVID. Well, oh, God, now it can't get no worse. Now we have lockdown. Oh, no. Then we have, we have injustice with, 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 with the Aubrey situation and the George situation and, and then the Wendy situation. And it just keeps going on. And now we got the local situation with the one with the police that, that, that those, those couple rogue cops um, were talked about. And just, and just keeps getting worse. And, and, and you know, then, then we have two more weeks of this this phase two and you're like oh you know it can't get no worse and guess what hurricane season coming it can get worse but you know what there's a lot of stuff to be concerned about but there's even more reason to have hope because through it all until now hey we're still here we're still alive. We're still worshiping. You still got hearts. Well, you had hearts going. You, you know, we had hearts and smiley faces going and stuff, and you were in, in, in commenting and stuff. We have all that. We're still, we're still doing okay. We're making it. We got a lot of work to do, people. A lot of work to do in our community. But we're gonna, we got, I've got hope. It's steadfast and sure. So... so what are, you keep talking about these reasons. Well, what are some reasons? Well, um, Psalms 116 and 7. Let my soul be at rest again, for the Lord has been good to me. Has the Lord been good to anybody? Come on. Has the Lord been good to you? He's always been so good to me. Man, my, let my soul be at rest because God's been good to me. There's a lot of things to be concerned about, but God's been good to me. 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7 in, in the NIV says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, and that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, for he cares for you. There's a lot to be concerned about, but God cares for you. Humble yourselves and cast your anxiety. Not just the big stuff, the small stuff. That, that appointment that you're worried about tomorrow. That neighbor that keeps throwing trash over in your yard. Hey, God, you got, you, got to t- you got all this anxiety, all this fear. You got, to, you got to take it all. I lay in my bed at nighttime a lot of nights um, and lay there and say, and just before I go to bed, it's almost like my prayer at nighttime before I go to bed sometimes, most of the time. It's like, Father, I cast my cares upon you in Jesus' name. I literally cast them on you. Take them from me. I'm, open, I'm having them open in my heart. Take them from me. Because I deal with a lot of stuff. You wouldn't even believe. I've, I've probably dealt with, with more trauma in marriages, in life, and in, 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 in drug addiction stuff and different things like that. And you wouldn't believe, more so during this COVID than I have in the last year. You know, so I lay, I lay on my bed. Now, Pastor Doug, well, I'm sorry. I don't, no, 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 you're missing my point. I love that. It's my life. It's my job. It's my dream. It's my hope. It's my, my gift to minister to you and to love you and take that. That's what I'm here. God put me in your life for this very reason, for me to help you through these bad times. Okay, so don't get me wrong. But if I just took that on me and carried that burden around with me, it would weigh me down and then I couldn't function. So what I do is I take it on and I pray and I minister to you and I I worry about it and I think about it. But then at nighttime, I'm like, God, I can't go to sleep tonight because I'm worried about so-and-so. I can't go to sleep tonight because I'm worried about this person or that person, this situation. So God, you have got to, I cast my cares upon you because you care for me. And you want me to have a good night's sleep so I can get up tomorrow refreshed and help more people. And he takes it from me, and I drift off to sleep in heavenly peace. So you can do that too. So lay at bed at night and cast your cares. The big stuff, the small stuff, all the stuff. And as I'm closing, I want to tell you this little, this little story. 
<clears throat> there was a man who decided to walk across America. And he wrote a book called <clears throat> Walk Across America. <laughs> but he walked across mountains and through valleys and the desert heats and, 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 and scorching heat, cold rain, cold environments and, and ice. And he was even beaten up and such. It kind of sounds like Paul, don't he? You know? But someone asked him, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. Somebody asked him, said, what was, what, what was your breaking point? What, where did you almost quit at? Where did you almost stop? Was it whenever you were going through sub-temperatures? Was it when you were just pouring sweat and you were about to pass out from dehydration? Was it when you were getting beaten up and you didn't know if your life was going to make it through that day? What, what, what point was it? What traumatic? Were, were, were you stabbed? I mean, where, what happened? What, what was it where you were about to give up? <clears throat> Excuse me. When I have hiccups every time I clear my throat, I... <clears throat> I hiccup, so. Anyway, he says, the little thing almost that made me quit was the sand in my shoes. At times, for weeks, I had to camp out, and I couldn't get any more shoes, and the sand would be in my shoe and grind away at my feet. And it would grind away and grind away at me. It was just a little thing. It wasn't any of the big things. It wasn't the huge things. It was the small grains of sand. The little things can wear you down and prevent you from completing your journey. You ever had a pebble in your foot walking around and it just drive you bananas? It wasn't the big things. It's the small, what's the word of God say? It's the small foxes that spoil the vine. So you may cast your cares on the big things. God, you've got to handle her. You've got to handle him, if that's what your spouses are saying. You've got to handle them. You've got to handle that. You know. But how about the small things, that, that are the, the little bit of bitterness, that little bit of anger, that little bit of lust, that little bit of, little, of discontent, that little bit of, of selfishness, that little bit of, of, of fear, that little bit of pride, that little bit of, maybe that little bit of, of, of lying, that little bit of just resentment. What is, it that, what is that little bit of thing that you've got all the big things you know, that you're giving to God, but there's the small things that, that just are killing you, literally. Psalm 62 and 5 in the New International Version says, Yes, my soul, find rest in God. My hope comes from Him. I love that. Do you know you can talk to your, your, your soul? The Bible, the Word of God says in Psalms, Bless the Lord, O my soul. That's, that David was talking to his soul. He was saying, I don't even feel like praising God. I don't feel like blessing God right now. But it says, bless the Lord, O my soul. From all, all that's within me, bless his holy name. In other words, my flesh is weak, but my spirit is renewed and strong, and I'm going to praise you, and I'm going to bless your holy name. My last scripture, and I'm done. And this hope will not lead to disappointment. For we know how dearly God loves us, because he has given us his Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. That first part, I want you to type that in there. I want you to quote it all day long. And this hope will not lead to disappointment. Jesus is our hope. He is our hope. And he will not lead to disappointment. Because he is our king. We may be disappointed, but it's going to never be nothing from God. But if we trust in God, he will never disappoint us. And he is our hope. And if we trust him and keep our hope in him, we're going to stand before God one day in heaven and we're not going to be disappointed because he who endureth to the end shall be saved.
But just search your heart today. Say, God, help, help me. God, help me to quit saying, I don't see that. I don't believe that. I don't, I don't think that's happening. I don't think this is going on. Whether it comes to the situation at hand in our communities or whether it's something at home or at work or wherever you're at in your relationships. Don't just sit there and be so dogmatic about what you see. Take time and have conversations and talk with, with whoever and, and, and see what they see and why they see that. It's kind of like the, the blue dress and the, and the gold dress or whatever. It's perspective. So I encourage you today to share this hope with somebody. You are a source of hope. You have Christ in your life. You are a source of hope. We need to go around. We need to be hope dealers. We need to be going out all over our community and giving hope to people. It's going to be okay. We're going to make it. God is still on the throne. No matter who's in the White House, you know, don't matter who you believe in, the Democrats or whatever, it may switch when we come. It may stay the same. I don't care because God is on the throne. God is on the throne, and he's got me. He's my provider. I'm going to say it again. He's my provider. He's my healer, he's my warrior, he's my fighter, he's my heart, he's my king, and he is the one who dictates whether I, 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 my my, my future, my destiny. These other people that are in in, in power, all they do is they can put a roadblock in front of me. And then God's like, (laughs) okay, watch this. And then he takes me a a different route and still gets me there. It doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. Our job is to love. Our job is to give hope. Our job is to build, to inspire life, love, life, and relationships. Amen. I hope you have a great week. I love you. I miss you. I know, I know some of y'all have told me you didn't want to come yet because of not having to wear the mask. It's not that bad. You come in here, we got all the seats set up um, differently than we normally do. I got them all spread out um, in sections and stuff. And so you can come. Hopefully next week you'll be able to be here um, and, uh, and, and be a part. Real soon we're going to be able to be, get back together totally and completely and hug each other's neck and love each other. Hopefully in this time you found other ways to love people and show your love rather than just having to touch them. Hopefully you're able to find ways so whenever we go back you'll have more tools in your toolbox to show love than just giving somebody a hug. You'll be able to use your voice and your mouth and your words. God bless you. We love you so much. Have a great day. Man, y'all are amazing. Such an honor to be your pastor. I love you. Cast your cares. God bless.